Today on the USA 10Cast, Anthony Benino drops by and gives us his Serie A projections on the year. And with a Roma team just crashing out early in Europa League play, could Michael Bradley be the man to save their season? Of course, that's, if there is a season, another league in labor turmoil. Pat Armani, it's striking. It's the USA 10Cast. Welcome into the USA 10Cast today. John Arnold with you, joined by Anthony Menino. Or as I like to call him when we talk about Serie A, Anton Manino. Anyway, Anthony joins us from Austin, Texas. And Anthony, we can talk about the uh, Longhorns losing season last year later, but we wanted to dive into Serie A first. Uh, interesting times for the league, and really not even sure that we'll have a season starting this weekend. Yeah, I, w- I would have to agree. It's a uh, very interesting times for Serie A, but I mean, it wouldn't be the Italian league without a scandal. Um, we probably will see a strike this weekend. Um, there's two uh, two problems going on right now. Today, the league uh, voted against a contract that the uh, players wanted, uh, eighteen to two. So there's obviously still a big difference. The main problem is a proposal by uh, the owners, which is Article Seven, which would allow clubs to force players no longer wanted to train. Um, and move them away from this uh, first team or uh, force them to accept a transfer um, somewhere else. Um, it's something that's kind of happened in the past. Fabio Grosso uh, with Juventus was able to deny a transfer to, I believe, Bologna before. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. Um, I don't think this will be a long, drawn-out strike, but I we probably won't see uh, any Serie A games this weekend, which is sad. I mean, we saw Spain kind of do the same thing, where La Liga had the canceled or postponed, whatever they're going to do with it weekend, last weekend. And then, of course, today or yesterday, I I don't remember the timetable, but they get the deal done. Is that the same thing we're going to see in Italy? You think this week will be probably the only casualty, or could this go longer? I think this week is going to be the only casualty because unlike Spain, it's there's not millions and millions of dollars up for grabs. It's just one proposal, which is kind of big. Um, and there's also a, a tax issue that needs to be solved, but that's not really a big issue with the players. So I think by next week, maybe not this weekend we'll see games, but the week after, uh, I think Serie A will start. Meanwhile, of course, the clubs that are in the league are still participating in UEFA competitions, Champions League, Europa League, and a club that's near and dear to your heart, Anthony, uh, Roma had a rough go of it today and crashed out, losing to a team that, by all accounts, they really should have been able to take care of. Yeah, it's um, it's been a slow start for, for Roma, and, you know, they're they're usually very slow, slow starters to begin with. They have a young side. They have great players like uh, Angel, Lamelia, Boyan, uh, they just bought uh, Pablo Osvaldo today. They want to buy um, Simon Kajar. Um, even Michael Bradley has been rumored to the club. So it's going to take time for these players to gel. And actually, it might be better for the club that they're not in Europa this league this year so they can kind of focus on Serie A and get into the top three and get one of those coveted Champions League positions. You mentioned Michael Bradley, and that's something I wanted to touch on with him not being called up for the upcoming Costa Rican Belgium friendlies, uh, really obviously, even if he was called in, he still needs a club. I mean, he's gotta he's gotta get better. He's gotta make uh, you know make a living. And you know, we've seen uh, rumors of Bradley the Roman, a couple other Italian teams. 
is that a place that Bradley would fit in well in, and is that somewhere where it would be a good fit for him? I think as far as the league and Serie A, I think it would be a great fit for Bradley. He's kind of that prototypical, you know, defensive midfielder. He can also come up and attack. He's really good at spreading the ball out. To me, he's not a, he reminds me of Daniele De Rossi. He can have a rash tackle here and there, but he's a strong player, can score. Um he's not as good as De Rossi, but um I think uh there's a there's there's definitely openings for him where he could play and start in a midfield in Serie A and actually play well. I think uh the type of uh game, the tactical approach in Serie A fits Michael Bradley's style. Um so it would probably be better for his career to move on to um Italy and leave Germany. Now, of course, potential Michael Bradley interest for Americans and there's been a lot of American interest at Roma but not to be callous, or you know, I know you love the league, and I, I think it has, it has its merits. But why should the average American soccer fan be watching Serie A? And, and I guess what's the draw? Kind of, um, you know, typically, you know, it's harder to get media coverage and that kind of thing. What's the draw for you know Americans, the typical American soccer fan, to uh, to pay attention to this league? Yeah, you know, part of that uh, problem goes back to the the a little bit of a language barrier since. Um, it's played in Italy, so they speak Italian. It's hard to get hmm. more media coverage. But um, I, I think a, a great reason to watch the league is because it's more like the EPL instead of La Liga. I mean, th- this year there's five or six teams that legitimately have a talented enough squad that can go on and win the Scudetto, which makes it very interesting to watch. Last year, Inter jumped out early with the lead and was leading Serie A. Then Lazio had their run, and they kind of came off in the end. Milan came on, and they went on to win the title, but Napoli kind of pushed them on at the end and fell off. So there's about five or six teams that legitimately have a chance to win, and it it makes it – when you have a league that's that deep in talent, it makes it more interesting to watch instead of La Liga when there's only really – two games you need to watch to decide who wins the um, the title. So a lot of teams competing for the title last year, several teams in contention. You see more of the same this year? Could you kind of provide us a, a brief sketch of, I guess, what we can expect, a forecast? Oh, definitely. I, I think more the, the same. I think Juventus is finally back after the Chiaucio uh, Poli scandal in 2006. They had... They basically re-signed almost a whole team. They added Marco Vucinic, who should play out wide. Um, Arturo Vidal will definitely help out the midfield. Licksteiner and Ziegler are great wingbacks who have experience in Serie A. I think their one potential hiccup is um, Chiellini doesn't have uh, a great defensive partner. Bonucci is okay. Um, Juventus has been rumored to go after Bruno Alves, which would be a great signing. Um, Milos Krasnic was great for them last year. If Fabio Quagliella stays healthy, healthy, he also had a great year until his injury in December. But the team I'm really looking forward to look to watch is Napoli. And they have one of the most underrated players in the world, Edinson Cavani. He scored 26 goals last year in Serie A and he has a worth that athlete like no one else. It, it, he'll remind you of Carlos Tevez, and it's amazing how much, how long the guy can run at six foot two. And they also signed Golcom Inler, who should um, solidify the midfield for Napoli. But um, 
in the end, Milan are still probably the favorites. You only give up 24 goals in Syria last year. They improved their defense, adding adding uh, the French defender Taiwo. Um, and I mean, it, defense is king in Syria. And when you only give up 24 goals, you're going to win the league. So you're predicting another Milan victory after telling us that the league was wide open. I'm just kidding. Giving you a hard time. I think that a lot of uh, leagues are somewhat like that. Anthony, man, we appreciate having you. A uh, good breakdown of Serie A. And, of course, you'll be writing all sorts of stuff on the league and other topics on the USA 10 kit, and we'll have to uh, keep checking for that. Yeah, definitely. I should have a league preview up uh, tomorrow or um, Saturday if well, the I mean, strike continues. Right, exactly. If you want to procrastinate it, then uh, if they strike, you're off work for a week. You know, that's great. I am, yeah. And, uh, you know, shout out to, uh, I believe it's your 21st birthday this weekend? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday will be my 21st birthday. Next Tuesday. All right. Well, I hope for all the listeners of the USA 10 cast that you will make a safe return uh, in the future to the USA 10 cast. <laughs> Enjoy it. That's Anthony Menino, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening as well. USA 10Cast listener, next week we're going to break down the U.S. friendlies with Costa Rica and Belgium. I don't know who our guests will be yet, but I'm sure they'll be fantastic. Catch you then. Catch you then.